And hello, everybody, and welcome to the first Watch Boys podcast, mm-hmm. the podcast where we watch any old film and just talk shit about it. Mm-hmm. Basically. <laughs> Basically. Right. So I'm Dil Natchez. <laughs> With me tonight is Max Kerwin Bingley. Hello, everyone. And our special guest for our first episode, Rihanna and Ellen Thomas. Hello. So are we renaming today's episode Watch Boys Plus Girl? No, it's okay. We can stick with the boys. <laughs> oh, okay, so, <laughs> I'll be one of the so, boys. Fair enough. Uh, so this week, we're talking about La La Land, mm-hmm. which I loved. I thought it was great. Uh, what do you guys think of it? Yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. I was expecting not to just because of all the negative opinions that people mm. have get, had given it, but mm. I went into it with some, you know, a clean slate. I thought... I'll just give it a chance, and I loved mm. it. Yeah, was, I went to go see it at Every Man with my girlfriend. It was very romantic. It was oh. lovely. We got in there, and uh, it was it was absolutely rammed to start with. And I was like, hmm, okay, at least we're sitting on the sofa right now. <laughs> um, and it started off. You know how it starts off. I don't know if anyone listening has like seen it. Uh, if you haven't, go watch it. Um, but you know how it starts off, it starts, it's very singy-dancey. I mean, not that I expected it not to be, but it's very singy-dancey. And mm. when Emma Stone did her like first song with her flatmates, I was like, hmm, I don't know if I'm going to like this. Um, and then I came out and I was like, do you know what? That was probably one of my favourite films ever. Wow. Oh. I, gen- I genuinely absolutely loved it. Like I really did. Yeah, I, I saw it in the Scott Sim- Cinema next to my house. Mm-hmm because it's really cheap, mm-hmm. and I love it. That's the way to go, mate. So I literally just went there on my own one night, because I had nothing better to do. And I sat so I sat down and was like, oh, yeah, very, very musically. Mm. Like, oh, yeah, here we go. And I, I, I loved it. I couldn't... I've, I've watched it again since. I think I watched it last night. Did you? Yeah, I watched it again last night. I might and, do the same, to be honest. And, uh, yeah, I actually might watch it a third time, just, just because... Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. There was something like really captivating about it. Mm. And I don't, I don't know if it's like the acting or like just the songs in general, mm. but I've never enjoyed a musical as much as I enjoyed La La Land. Uh, no, me neither really, to be honest. Like, well, like, obviously there was a lot of high praise for it. Like, obviously it was, uh. It was nominated for what was it, fourteen Oscars, yeah, which like is joint highest with Titanic and Lord of the Rings. And Lord, was it Lord of the Rings? Or yeah, there was, was there was another film as well, which was in like the seventies or something. It was joined with, yeah, probably. But basically, it had almost like almost the uh, the highest amount of Oscar nominations ever. And I was like, okay, well, this is going to be amazing. It's got to be surely. But then it also got a lot, a, like loads and loads of criticism. So I I really didn't know what to expect and I didn't know what to think when I came out of it because I really enjoyed it as a film. But then I was like, okay, well, should I be thinking about the bigger picture? Should I be thinking about the criticism it's having? And like I said to you earlier, Dylan, I think, because a lot of the criticism is that it was whitewashed, which yeah. it was. Oh, which yeah. It de- which yeah. It definitely I'm not going to deny that there was a lot of white people in that. Yeah, film. definitely. They, they could have done so much. Like They, they could have done so much more with it. Yeah. Um... And so I'm not I'm not saying that's not valid criticism because it is, but I don't think it would have come under as much fire as it did if it hadn't been coming up against Moonlight. Yeah, because and obviously Moonlight was fucking incredible. Like I absolutely loved Moonlight. Like it's gut wrenchingly amazing. I've not seen Moonlight yet. 
but I have heard from you and from like a couple of people online mm. that it is amazing. And yeah. I am probably going to try and watch yeah. it in the next like week or two. Yeah. I, do, I just don't think it would have come under as half as much criticism as it did if it had not come up against Moonlight, if it was mm. last year, for instance. Yeah. Um, which is it's just interesting seeing seeing the criticism from people because yeah. it was just like people loved it, but it's still going to come under fire for stuff like that, which yeah. I'm not saying is not validated. I think that that happens quite a lot though nowadays. People are more likely to criticise with regards to kind of like the amount of like whitewashing in films. Yeah, yeah. Because like people have started to realise that that is a big problem in yeah, like Hollywood. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But um, yeah, I went to see it in the plaza in Truro in Cornwall with my friend Naomi, mm-hmm. which you guys know. Um, <laughs> and like we just said we wanted to have like a, a nice night out together, like watch like a, a nice Happy film. film. Like, yeah. But I found like I was expecting it to be a bit more like light, light and easy going than it yeah, was because yeah. I did feel like it was quite like melancholy in a way. Like, yeah, yeah. It it did kind of bring up quite a lot of like you know emotions in it me. It did. Yeah. Well, that that was another part, another criticism that I saw. I read a, a Guardian article. Can't remember who the uh, who the journalist was, but her criticism was one that it was whitewashed. Which again, like I'll yeah. second, I completely agree with that. But another one was how um, it was just full of like white narcissistic people, and it's like. I understand that there might be some people who think that the film in general and the ending and the characters might be quite narcissistic and only want to do things for themselves, but mm. that shouldn't be a criticism because that's part of the film. Yeah. Like that's the ending of the film. Is like I'm not going to ruin anything for anyone, but oh, no, it's all can... part of how the film <laughs> I, ends. I was, I was going like, to go. I was going to go full spoiler territory to be honest, but oh, well, there go. Spoiler warning, lads. Yeah, spoiler warning. They <laughs> like they don't end up together. Exactly. and like I, I don't so understand how, though, exactly. I don't understand how that can be a criticism because that's just part of the film and like, that can yeah. surely be meaning t- like to people that watch it it's like yeah. this is real life you know exactly, it's yeah. a, a situation that can mm. happen in real life you mm. don't always end up with yeah. the one exactly. the person that you've had all these like exactly. romantic encounters with like, and it would have been even more it would have been narcissistic and horrible if Emma Stone or Ryan Gosling was like okay, I'm going to give up on my dreams just to be with you. And then yeah. the other one was like, no. It was like they were both doing the same thing. They both were like, okay, maybe we're not the ones for each other. We want to do what we want to do. And that might mean that we can't end up together. Yeah. That happened. Emma Stone got married and had children. Ryan Gosling got his, his jazz, his jazz, jazz part. He got his jazz everyone got what they wanted. That's just part of the film. That's just the story. I think <laughs> it would have been a way weaker ending. If they'd have got together. If they'd have gotten together mm-hmm. and she'd have become a famous actress, yeah. he'd got on his jazz bar, yeah, like, I agree. it would have been like, oh, everyone lives happy ever after. Yeah, yeah, Which, yeah. which yeah, just doesn't definitely. happen. Exactly. In life, you do yeah. have to kind of put some things first. Like, yeah. they, yeah. their dream was to own, like, his dream was to own a jazz mm-hmm. bar and her dream was to be an actress. Like, that's what they wanted yeah, the exactly. most in life. Yeah, yeah. Rather I, than I, to find someone. Yeah, I I, I loved the end. Yeah, like, I, I, had, like, I thought they did. I thought Damien Chazelle did the uh, did the whole film justice with the yeah, ending. I, think it was right. great. I liked it? I liked the epilogue, like the mm. epilogue, the whole song, like oh, what if they had gotten together and like yeah. them yeah. having like a totally different kid and yeah. yeah, all this stuff. But yeah. I liked the fact that they didn't resort to that. I like the ending where mm. it's just they just happen across each other. Yeah, at the end, and yeah. they don't. She doesn't leave her husband. She, they don't have a massive embrace or even talk to each other in the end. They just look at each other and it ends. 
And that's it. I think I that was lo- such I a good it. scene. I loved like, it. The smile yeah. like mm. that they exchanged was just it kind of I, I, yeah. I amazing. Thought, I thought they did a really good job with that. Yeah, they? I thought they were really good. So another thing I wanted to look at was what are your guys' favourite scenes from the film? Hmm. Excluding the ending. Oh, that's, that's hard, <laughs> man. That's a hard question. I really liked the scene when the whole cinema gave a laugh, actually, when it came on. The scene when they're both at the party and Ryan Gosling is playing in, like, the band. Oh, God. Yeah. Like, that bit was, <laughs> that was so, so good. Like, yeah. it was so funny. It was just great. I, I, I think that was... That was one of them. For comedic effect, yeah, that was yeah. probably yeah. my favourite. Yeah, yeah. There, there was a lot more emotional moments. Like the, the song so that Ryan Gosling like that. plays on the piano, yeah. that is like their song, just it gets to me, man. It just gets me. Like, mm. I just love it. What <laughs> about you, Ru? I kind of like this scene where like, he cut, he, like she doesn't realise that he's come home and is like cooking a meal for her. Yeah. And yeah. then like they're sitting down having a really nice meal. But then they do start just having an just argument. Shit hits the fan. Because that is like it's so just, it's real. It's real, isn't it? Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, when life isn't just all like perfect romantic meals. Yeah. They, he'd yeah. been away for so long and she, mm. obviously there was like frustration building between mm. them because of that. And I think mm. that it is really good to show that that's, you know, the type of thing that we've all experienced. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spending yeah. time away from someone, trying then, to make something perfect and then it, it isn't it perfect. Doesn't, yeah, it doesn't work Because of all the like built that. up het up emotions. Mm. Uh, funnily enough, that is what I was going to say was my favourite scene as well. But it's for a different reason. Um, it's mainly to do with, like, the way the scene's set up. Like, when they're just sat there and the record's playing. Yeah. And, like, as they argue, it builds. Like, the song builds and builds and builds and builds. And then suddenly he says that thing, like, why the hell do you want to be an actress? Or, like, it's really stupid being an actress. And it just, it just stops, stops. And it yeah. goes silent. Yeah. And I thought, mm. wow, that that is a really, like impactful sort of scene that's just done through like the music in the background if you yeah. actually pay attention yeah yeah well like Damien Chazelle the director um is just great at that like he's he's um so he won best director at, Fair play. at, at the Oscars and this is only his second major picture he's ever directed the other being Whiplash which oh, is probably f- I'd genuinely I'd be tempted to say that is arguably my favorite film ever like and the his use of music in film is just incredible, like better than anyone I've ever seen. And I'd, I'd love it because he directed Whiplash. Mm. Do you reckon why he got J.K. Simmons to do that really minor role in the film? Ma- yeah, I, it wouldn't surprise me. I bet they love working because, together. Because I was watching it and he was just that like restaurant owner, and I was yeah. like, wait a minute. Is that J.K. Simmons? J.K. Like, Simmons just walking around in the background. J.K. Simmons <laughs> is just a perfect actor if you want an absolute arsehole, mate. Like, oh no! If, you, if you, there's like some work where he's like fantastic. I, I honestly, I absolutely adore J.K. Simmons. You, um, have you seen? This is getting a bit off tangent, but have you seen the picture of him for what is it? He's going to be in Justice oh, yeah, League. Uh, yeah, isn't he's going to be um, Commissioner Gordon when he looks. He's fucking shredded, jacked, mate. It's <laughs> crazy. shit. It's crazy. Uh, another thing that's. J.K. Simmons related and off topic. If you really want a really good J.K. Simmons show, mm. um, I'm going to recommend Avatar: The Legend of Korra because that's a really a is a really good animated TV show. He's in that as well. Yeah, he plays. I he has, like a, he has like a major role. Oh, I didn't know that. And he plays one of like the best characters in that entire series. Mm. I, I love J.K. Simmons, mate. I love him. He's great. Right. Maybe we'll just rename the podcast <laughs> J.K. Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> so. <clears throat> 
pardon me. Another thing I was thinking about, talking about the, the whitewashing of La La Land yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Uh, the Oscars, obviously last year there was a big thing about the Oscars yeah, being whitewashed. White and just people of colour and just... There being no diverse group there at all. Mm. Whereas and this representation year, of them. representation of them was just like none. No. Yeah, like it was. It was just unbelievable. Whereas this year was a lot better. But did you see Burberry's tweet no. when they were like, what did they say? "Oh, Riz Ahmed looks great in our suit"? Or no, they said, "Sorry, they said, oh, Dev Patel looks great in our Burberry suit," and it was a picture of bloody Riz Ahmed for oh, Christ's sake. It's like oh. he is a different person. <laughs> he is English. Right. He's just he's from a different place. Like his yeah. heritage is from a different place. They don't even look the same. Like, That's, oh, it's, just, just it's unbelievable. <laughs> it really is unbelievable. Oh my god. Um, but what what did you guys think of the Oscars? What did you think of um, the results? And the... I, I didn't actually get to watch a lot of it. Um, but yeah, I, I was like 100% like, oh yeah, La La Land's going to get um, the Oscar for, for best film. And they didn't, which was a bit of a shock. I mean, technically they kind of did. Oh. <laughs> well, I wasn't, I was, wasn't going to bring that up. But, uh, <laughs> oh, that is just... That is maybe the only clip of the Oscars I've actually watched in full. And I just... It was a shit show. I, I just <laughs> really cringed. So I just much. cannot believe that they... In this day and age, you know, like still how can managed, they do things like that? Yeah, they yeah. totally threw that guy into bus, I under do, the bus. Yeah, I thought, what's his what's his name? <sighs> Warren Warren Beatty. Yeah, Warren Beatty. Beatty. I feel so bus. sorry for the poor bloke because he'd just been given the wrong envelope. And, and he read the Emerson's name. Well, yeah, you could see it in yeah, his face. He like, was like, "Hang on, this isn't right." And then what's <laughs> the the woman who's standing next to him? Yeah. I can't remember her name. Yeah, escaped me. She was like, "She was like, oh yeah, that must be fine." Yeah, and then just read it out. It was it was the envelope for Best Actress and. Um, it said Emma Stone and then underneath it it said for La La, La, La Land, Land. Yeah. so she must have just seen that and gone La La Land Mate, that's feel, one I feel so sorry for both of them because they were just oh, the people like, they were just the messengers yeah. it's not yeah, their fault don't shoot the it's messenger not their guys. fault <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> what did what okay, what so, else has tilted us okay. <laughs> tilted us off the scale <laughs> um, so what did you think of the actual like performances from like Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone and oh I, I just was gonna, I was gonna say a, th- a third actor and then remembered I can't really name any more actors <laughs> in La La Land <laughs> I mean John Legend's in it but only for John about Legend five minutes yeah. oh, God. um I I thought Emma Stone was great I really I really like Emma Stone I did like before La La Land I hadn't really seen her in much else other than Spider Man. Oh, yeah. And that oh, was yeah, about yeah. it. And then she was in. She was in another film with Ryan Gosling, wasn't she? Like cra- Crazy they've Stupid in, Love or something. I think they've been in three films together. I think they've. They're like you know, they've got such good chemistry. I think that's yeah. why it works yeah. so well. Yeah. Because like in Crazy Stupid Love as well, like mm. you could just see that. I think they. I don't know if this is true, but they mm. they look like they get on really well yeah. anyway. Like yeah, yeah. Outside. and that's that's needed, isn't it? Yeah, for a, a yeah. good yeah. performance like that. But just they have so much chemistry. Like they just work so well together. Like. Mm. They kind of look like they bounce off each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I thought she. Oh yeah, I thought she did really well. Um, I haven't seen a like. I've only seen her in really Spider Man and mm. yeah, in Spider Man actually. <laughs> um, but I think she did really well. Um, the singing was pretty good, which mm. is mm. like it was. Yeah, the singing was really good. It's yeah. like half the. Emerson has really a really good voice, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Ryan Gosling is. Not my favourite actor, but is in 
All the well, girls he's, well, he's gasping. Yeah. I, every, I, every, love, I love Ryan Gosling. <laughs> I, okay, I really I'm do not love saying, Ryan Gosling. He's, he's not my favourite actor, but he is in one of my favourite films. Which is Drive. Drive. <laughs> I, knew, I knew you were going to say that, mate. I, I second that. I second Drive, that. Drive is fantastic. Go and watch Drive. Um, but, the, but the thing with Drive is, is that he really doesn't say a lot on it. No, he says like 80, 50 <laughs> words yeah, he, max, yeah, he says maybe. very little. And he says... I'm going to look it up. Yeah, because it's, it's not a lot. It's really not a lot. Um, but yeah, he did, he did really well. His singing was pretty good. Like, it was um, not, like, rock star level of singing, but it also wasn't Russell Crowe in uh, <laughs> Les Miserables, which, or Pierce Brosnan in Mamma Mia. Oh, he was all right in Mamma Mia, I thought. No, he bloody wasn't. That's a lie. I liked it. Well, I, 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 okay, so <laughs> I've been forced to watch Mamma Mia. People always say that he wasn't very good, but I actually I, think he's good. I was forced to watch Mamma Mia. Maybe... 50 times by my sister. It's an amazing film. It's it's not amazing. It's just it's just Abba songs and It reminds Greek me Island. of my mum. <laughs> <laughs> um and like the one and she and she loves that film. She loves Mamma Mia. It's her favorite film. And my sister's only complaint is that Pierce Brosnan is crap. <laughs> and that's her only complaint. And I'm I, like, uh, do you know yeah, what? no. <laughs> do you know what? I I don't like the film that much cuz it's just not really my thing. But I can agree with you on that. I think with the, with films that are also musical, like, you know, musical genre films, you don't always need the actresses and actors to be an amazing singer. You want them to, like, express the emotion. You want to be able to feel yeah. the emotion yeah. through you, the yeah, song. Yeah. You can get away with not being a great singer yeah, but, but, in, like, po- in post. So. I, I think you need, like, As a opposed to on stage. Level. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. I do think you need <laughs> Like, Russell Crowe did not do a great job in, in Les Miserables either. And I really liked Les Miserables, even yeah. though when I watched it, I didn't realise it was continuous singing yeah. for two hours. Yeah. Like, yeah. I thought it would be like La La Land, where it'd be like a song, and then dialogue, and yeah. Yeah. actual talking, mm. instead of li- a literal two-and-a-half-hour film. Two-and-a-half-hour song, basically. Yeah, it's a two-and-a-half-hour song yeah. that changes, and that's it. Yeah. I was like, okay, it's a, it's a good film. Hugh Jackman did well. and But, you know... It's really long, and I've just noticed how off-topic we are. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. I think we should just expect this, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, we, we'll probably it's go off-topic quite a lot. It's a conversation. Lot. Yeah. We get off-topic, as long as we stick to the main thing of La La Land was really good. Exactly. That's basically Very it. Good. Yeah. So, did you actually find out how many lines Ryan Gosling says in that film? Well, someone said on the internet, 17. No, but- that's not that film. There is another film. It's called like Only God Forgives, and he said, "Yeah, he has like seventeen lines." Really? Yeah. I kind of like films like that. Yeah, I love you shit just like that. It's portray great. raw emotion with acting. It's no not words. Even that. Like, place, like, it's not Place Beyond the Pines. That's a different Ryan Gosling. I did again. like a Place Beyond the Pines though. That was a good. film. I did enjoy that, and I like his tattoos in that film. Yeah, Ollie loves that film. Wants to dye his hair blonde because of it. What, because really? Of mm, he would look. I think very he should go bad. for it. <laughs> oh please. Uh, just for those who didn't know, Ollie is a Rams boyfriend who we're really good friends with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, just as a footnote, <laughs> little footnote, little just, asterisk, little asterisk. Ollie is like a really good friend. <laughs> oh, yeah. hi Ollie, if you're listening. Yeah, hi Ollie. How's it going, listening to this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, what did you guys think about like the cinematography, like the lighting? Oh the yeah, colors? the light is great. Yeah, it was great. It was great. I thought the um, whole. Like callbacks, like old Hollywood, and yeah. like the 
bit where they're like dancing like after that party on mm. like the overlook yeah. where you mm. can you can blatantly tell it's a set yeah. and I'm fine yeah. with that no yeah that because, was the beauty yeah, of it wasn't it was it? good yeah. yeah you can tell it's a set and it just looks like an old film from like the 50s and yeah, 60s exactly. and I loved yeah. it I thought it was great yeah yeah. Like, I watched a video on, someone shared on Facebook actually and it was like a side by side comparison of a lot of the songs and a lot of the dances in La La Land and then showing the original films and they tried to mimic like tried to bring in all these old musicals into La La Land by copying just like tiny minute details that only like the biggest fans would notice like a little girl holding a red balloon and stuff like this and it was it was great it made yeah, me love it I, I, I loved yeah. it it was great and like I have seen like the old not like musical from the 50s and 60s but I do occasionally watch like quite old films and mm. just yeah. just to like experience them mm. and I really love just the aesthetic of the entire film. Mm. Like, mm. Um, the it's bit, just such e- so easy to yeah, look at. Yeah, like the color yeah, schemes like, were, and it's just not so. It's not really bright, so, mm. and it does like so it doesn't like strain or anything. But it's not like too dark either. Like the one of my favorite ones is one um, is when Ryan Gosling is on the pier or boardwalk or whatever, and is singing "City of Stars," and he just yeah. looks so just chilled and yeah. like there's the sunset and like he picks up that guy's hat and like dances with his wife and the guy yeah the guy, <laughs> the guy hits him. super pissed oh, off man, i love that bit I love like that bit. And i just thought yeah like that's that's nice i really like this yeah. even though it's only like a it's not even like two minutes long that scene no it's yeah, really short that, yeah but i still thought it was just a nice little segment yeah mm-hmm. and because like the use of the pier as well it's like felt like a lot of the scenes were quite good at you know like yeah. symmetry as well you could see a lot of symmetry in all of the the shots that they yeah. used yeah I, and I, I thought that like they really used I've okay so I've never been to LA I've never been to America but I really think they used LA like for the outside shots really really nicely yeah mm. like the, that pier and like the boardwalk and yeah. just like the, the traffic yeah and like where they're just like walking there's a bit where they're walking like along a street and there's just gra- like this graffiti and it just pans across and it just looks like well obviously it's a city that's real because <laughs> I was going to say it looks like a real city but yeah obviously um, <laughs> they but, used the kind of things that you can tell that is about LA without having to be too obvious like yeah yeah yeah, yeah it, and and especially all the, um, when, like, Seb, who is uh, Ryan Gosling's character, is talking about jazz, you can you can feel that he, like, the character, at least, really knows what he's talking about and how mm. passionate he is about it. And, like, especially just, like, the bit with where he comes home and is shocked by his sister and he's like, get off that stool. Please don't sit on it. Yeah. Please don't sit on it. And mm. he was like, what was it? Like, Sammy Davis, like, signed it or yeah, something, something like that. Like, yeah, something like that. It was his stool, um, yeah. I don't think it was Sammy Davis. I think I'm, I'm making that up. It's a, a jazz legend. Yeah, it's a, that way. Some, yeah. Fact check, right? Some, yeah. some jazz legend that I don't know um, because I don't listen to a lot of jazz. Um, and he's like, oh yeah, he's like signed it or he sat on it or something. Yeah. Um, yeah and the he piano playing yeah, still. And he just picks it up and he just puts it on the thing because it's it's really precious to him. Mm. Mm. And I love that. Like the amount of just like compassion or I was going to say obsession, but that's a bit, that sounds really negative. But then it is bordering on obsession. Oh, Not yeah. a bad obsession. Harvey Carmichael. Harvey Carmichael. There you go. Some jazz legend. Yeah. That bloke. That guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I just like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it makes it 
more real, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, because people yeah. are like that. Mm. Like when, you know, it's like his passion. So it's like when you've had something that you felt really passionate about, someone yeah. just slightly disrespects yeah. it by not understanding yeah. Yeah. that yeah. they're just sitting on just like, such a prized possession yeah. of yeah. yours. Yeah. It's like before we were here, before we got into the studio, we were talking. We were talking about La La Land, and we we're talking about Whiplash, and how Ray, your mate, said um, about how what she didn't like about Whiplash nor La La Land was that overall she liked them, but there was mm. a particular scene in both films when the male lead explains to the female lead how like explains jazz to her, like mansplains jazz to her, which mm. I I tried to get over by thinking, oh, it's not just because she's a woman, it's just he's trying to explain his passion to someone yeah. who doesn't understand yeah. that passion, but it does come across quite yeah. mansplaining. Yeah. It, it, it definitely it does. does, it but definitely does. I, I Yeah, I, I noticed that when I was watching the film as well, but then I tried to just think to myself, if I was talking to someone about film, or like a film that I really loved, yeah. Or something that I really loved. Like, be it, like, um, just another bloke or or yeah. a woman. Yeah. Yeah. You, you'd you explain it in that sort of... Yeah. Because you, like, you want to get across your... Sort of way. Yeah. 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 And so, she, you know, had yeah. specifically said that she hated jazz yeah. anyway. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think, although, you know, there is an issue of mansplaining in, in films, it can come across as, like, patronising mm. and mm. maybe infuriating to, like, the female viewer. Yeah. 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 It is... That was his specific passion, and yeah. hers was acting. Yeah. yeah. So well, that's the, yeah, like like we were saying, it did come across quite patronising. So I just I'd like to think that that wasn't the intention. Yeah. That yeah. It was. I, he's just trying to explain his passion so desperately to yeah. someone who who doesn't isn't bothered. Yeah. yeah I, I, I literally get it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I literally watched it, and then I thought afterwards, right? If I take a step back and look at it, and if there was like. Say there was just another scene where she does the same thing, like she explains like acting, acting and, why, yeah. and why she loves acting, yeah. and, like her yeah. favorite actors and actresses, like, mm. and like her favorite films and like why it's acted in a certain way. Mm. It would have been a good this, counterbalance. Yeah, it would have been a nice counterbalance. Mm. Um, but it would, it would. I don't know. Like, obviously, like people will say I was mansplaining, but I try to look at it as no, it's not. It's him. Conveying how much passion he has. Yeah. yeah, I think that was that was what they were trying yeah. to get across. But it, it did come off a bit. Yeah. Passionizing. yeah. Well, as a feminist, I do find the term mansplaining is a little bit unfair mm. because it kind of insinuates that men don't have the right to just explain yeah. Yeah. something yeah. that they care mm. about or feel passionate about or yeah. maybe have more knowledge about than the person they're talking to, who, mm. you know, in the instance, maybe a woman, mm. but. It is something that, you know, in films and, mm. you know, like on TV, whatever, that is something that needs to kind of... Dull down. Yeah. 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 But it, yeah. I don't I don't think it was... I don't think it was mm. that bad. No. But maybe still, if they did do a scene where she had explained her love for acting, where do you think that would have fitted in well? Um, ooh, because like she... Go, I was going to say like when she goes for the interview, but I remember that's quite near the end. Yeah, that is. Um, I, I would say maybe... So just after the bit... When um, Ryan Gosling is explaining to her about jazz and they go to the jazz bar and she has a great time. They both have a wonderful time. They're dancing and stuff. Maybe after that, she I, could, they could have done the same thing, but with acting. And she could Actually, have, she did walk him around yeah, that's uh, what the I was studios. Just saying, I just she, remembered I that 
she she walks them around the, the studio and she explains why she got into acting. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. she doesn't go into why she as, lo- yeah, loves like it. Why so she loves much, it yeah. and like she doesn't go into as much detail as he goes into. Mm. So mm. I think if they mm. just expanded on that scene more and yeah. then maybe had like a little tiny scene afterwards where they're like watching a film. Yeah. yeah. Because he, he never really expressed the fact that he disliked film yeah. or Hollywood anyway. He um, He took her to see Midnight Run. Yeah. Um, like it was a film yeah. Yeah. that she'd never seen. Mm. So I thought that was like a really nice scene, even if she was a bit late, thanks to her weird boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I did like talking about that. Weird. I did love that bit when she just runs. She was like the guy from American Horror Story suddenly oh, in yeah. La La Land. That's the guy who plays Dandy Mott. <laughs> 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 She's like, <laughs> I couldn't say that seriously. I was just like, was like, he's killed so many people. Wow, he was obsessed with that clown and killed so many people. See you later. I'm going to ditch you to watch a midnight run with some random guy I met at a, at a bar. <laughs> Yeah, but I think if they'd have done a scene like that again, or actually, instead of instead of them going to see Midnight Run, they go and see a film that she likes, and while they're sat there, instead of them awkwardly fidgeting with each other's hands, which I thought, <laughs> which I thought was like really weird. Oh, um, it's oh, it it's nice. Cute. It gives you little tingles, it was, doesn't I was it? Like, we're in yeah. the weird little. Like, yeah, okay. Loving... I, I suppose I suppose it's because I'm the single one, and I'm like, that's real, real fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you guys did that in the cinema, didn't you? <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah. He says, looking nah. real shady. I was too busy watching the film, lads. Come on. <laughs> All right then, Max. Um, but yeah, like I think what they should have done is replace that scene where she takes him to see. Crazy. It could have just been Midnight Run. Like he'd never seen Midnight Run or yeah, something. Yeah. They could, have, they could have gone to see Midnight Run, and instead of them awkwardly touching each other's fingers, um, like she's just like, "Oh, look at this performance," and this is great because you can see how much emotion there is in his face or like this is a really crucial scene because yeah. it, I've not seen Midnight Run so I don't actually know anything about it <laughs> but like <laughs> but you, you can understand what I'm getting at yeah. that like yeah. he could he could have learned about acting and why she got into acting from that but scene yeah, yeah. Mm. so there we go the, the Dylan Etches rewrite <laughs> of La 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 <laughs> coming to cinemas 2018 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Now what? Well, we've been going for about half an hour. We have. We've been going. We always see this new. Thirty minutes and twenty seconds. Wow. I didn't. I think. I think we've done quite well. Is this the right time to start talking about some trailers? Maybe. I think we should talk about Mm. some trailers. But just to sum up, I think we all love La La Land. Yeah. To sum up. And we love La La Land. Completely understand the criticism. Yeah, we understand and the criticism. Agree with it. And the mansplaining and but the whitewashing. Don't we say <laughs> any Exactly, exactly. Don't let the crit like if you haven't seen I'm it. I'm not laughing at those things, read, by the way. I just, just laughing. Well, I think I accidentally just was. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a bad person. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen it and you've just seen the articles for or against, don't let the criticism or the love like skew yeah. your view of it go mm. and see it go and see what go and see, go and see what if you think of it if by the time you're listening to this it's not in cinema anymore buy it yeah buy it yeah. on iTunes or and don't let the criticism Netflix, take away from the fact that it is it is a lovely film yeah. that and I think everybody want, should watch if, you, if you're not, not that into musicals anyway the the beginning bit is just far more yeah. intensely yeah. concentrated yeah. musical it bit it's the yeah. most musically you bit. need to sit through that yeah what, and then sit it's sit through the first five minutes yeah and you will enjoy yourself mm-hmm. maybe a lot more if you don't like musicals but I would recommend it to anyone anyone yeah anyone right then <laughs> so it's trailer time yeah mate so what trailer have you been really excited about this week so my number one trailer this week 
is Alien Covenant. Because yeah. I have been a fan of the Alien franchise for, like, I don't know, since I was a kid. Like, since I watched <laughs> it when I probably shouldn't have done. And I was just like, this is great. This is just some weird-looking aliens killing people on a spaceship. What is bad about that? And so I've been looking forward to this since it, it was going to be Prometheus 2 at some point. Yeah. Then it was going to be Alien... can't remember what it was going to be called. But, yeah. And now it's Alien Covenant. And the trailer recently came out and... I'm really excited, and I just hope it lives up to expectations. Yeah, what do you? Um, you've seen the trailer. Yeah, I've seen the trailer. What um, do you think of it? I thought it, it looks it looks great. Um, I know I don't know if anyone has complained about it, mm. but I noticed that in the trailer there's a CGI alien. There is, for like, yes. I think maybe one of the first times. Yeah, yeah. Um, it looks good. Yeah, I know people are going to complain about it. Yeah, people are going to be like, oh, they should just use practical effects. I I was talking about this. This is. A very big debate hot topic um i watched a video the other day i can't remember what the youtube channel's name is um they do great videos and he was talking about why people think cg is shit and the like the video was just amazing and he was basically explaining like cg isn't bad you only notice when cg is bad when it's really bad because mm -hmm. when it's done well you don't like notice. you have no idea no. it's like you could see a helicopter in a film and you'd be like oh they've just filmed a helicopter that is literally all cg like the whole scene will be just cg helicopter yeah. that's not real um, and it just looks amazing i like, was i you was just got to let it happen i was watching a video about um it's actually about CG moments in Batman versus Superman. Oh yeah, yeah. Which I I kind of enjoyed. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I quite like Batman versus Superman. Yeah. But there's um it was like CG <coughs> moments you might not have noticed. Mm. And one of them was it was like, you know when Batman like comes through that window, he jumps off the plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And goes through the window. Yeah. So the bit up to where he gets out of the cockpit of the Batplane or whatever yeah. it's called yeah, yeah. <laughs> is like um is a stunt actor. Yeah. And then seamlessly it cuts to um, like CG Batman like getting pushed by the plane yeah, up yeah, into yeah. the air and him diving through the window yeah. and like yeah. if like if you were just like weren't looking for CG you wouldn't know yeah like yeah. you could just say oh maybe it was like like okay like granted I thought maybe the bit where you come through the window CG yeah but like it doesn't look bad. It doesn't look like well, yeah, CG. That's the, and just, like you can't, really can't tell yeah, from a trailer like, either. Like a, You've just got to wait and yeah, see what happens. Yeah, you got to see the film. Mm. Talking but, about Batman vs Superman, just by the way, just really quickly, I went to school with a girl who ended up going out with Henry Cavill for a good couple of months. It was oh, all over the wait, news. Was, it, was she the one that was in UAB? At UAB, oh, yeah. I went to secondary school with her. No, they broke oh. up a couple of months ago. I think. Oh dear. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, carry on. But yeah, but yeah I agree. Um, like When CG is done right, it's done amazingly. So you've just got to let it happen. Yeah. And I am all for the uh, practical, like real life props. Oh, like, yeah. H.R. Geiger, the guy who designed the, what's it, what are they called? Xenomorphs? Yeah, the Xenomorphs. The, the Xenomorphs. Um, he's a Swiss man. Uh, my grandparents live over in Switzerland, like two minutes away from where he lived. And they have built in Gruyere Castle this massive, like, lovely place well like a giant zenimal it's, they built a like a whole gallery and a whole like cafe thing dedicated to him and when you oh, walk into nice. the gallery there's like a real life like life-size xenomorph thing and it is terrifying right and in the cafe the whole walls are like covered with like baby faces and it's, oh, the, it's wow, the, yeah. the most bizarre place i've ever that's, been but it's a, great so that's a cafe i really want to go to it, it, it would be great. it would be a shame if they lost <laughs> the the magic of the 
yeah. real life prospect. Well, because seeing can. that thing in Switzerland, like, yeah, I suppose we have to wait and see. Scary, I think just though. with the progression of like technology nowadays, yeah. like, it means that like CGI and like practical effects as well can yeah. just always yeah. be improving. Yeah. So yeah. it's like the more traditionalist people would like to see more, like you know, less CGI in yeah. film, but. Mm. If it's going to create something that you you can't physically do otherwise, yeah. then yeah, well, you've got to do it. Then, for it. I guess, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, I also read online that this new Alien film is apparently going to be the goriest Alien film ever. Mm, that nice. bodes well with me, mate. That bodes well bodes because well with me. there's there's a scene in one of the earlier trailers where instead of it being a chest burster, it comes out the guy's back. Nice. And you see, Ooh. and you see like the spinal cord and everything. Nice. Like, and I was like, oh, wow, that's that's very gruesome. <laughs> that's going to be great. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, excited for the gruesome. Uh, <laughs> well, I think it might add some things to the film. I enjoy do. the gruesome. Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> it's got to be done. That's right. Like, did you? What did you think of Prometheus? Um, it was a bit slow, but yeah, it's alright. Oh, because that's what. So, Alien Covenant was going to be about. I can't remember what her name is. The, the Elizabeth Shaw or whatever her name is. Yeah, the yeah. lead woman. It was going to be about her going to meet the makers and the, the engineers. Yeah, on their planet or something. On they? their planet, yeah. But then they changed it. So I think that, because I think there's like six planned or something. Like yeah, including really, really, this one. So like he's really, Scott really wants to like make this even bigger than it already is. Like he wants yeah. to bring the engineers and the makers into he it was and like, make he, it like I, serious. It was, just, mm. it was just like a headline that I think I read on like Twitter or something. It was like Ridley Scott says that he wants to make like six or seven more alien films. Yeah. And I was like, that's a lot. That is a lot. That is a lot. <laughs> that is a lot. Considering that there is already four four yeah. alien films and, and Prometheus and, and Alien Don't forget Covenant. the the Alien versus Predators. Mate. Oh yeah. Come on. Um, <laughs> don't forget I, alien I tried I tried really hard to forget <laughs> Alien versus Predator. <laughs> but I can't I've seen I saw <laughs> Alien vs Predator one, Alien vs Predator two, and I think Alien vs Predator three. Is there a I, third one? There's a third one, and I might, I might have just made, maybe it's the second. No, I'm sure it's the third one. But either way, the the most recent Alien vs Predator film, I got about two and a half minutes through it, and I was like, I that's, just, like that's rough. it's all for a good cause, but I genuinely don't think I can do this myself anymore, <laughs> and I had to turn it off. Yeah, <laughs> like, I wasn't a fan of them. Yeah. Look up so, Rhiannon, uh, mm-hmm. what trailer have you watched this week? Um, I don't think it was this week. I think it was a week before. Have you guys uh, seen the trailer for Get Out? Yes. yes. Oh, I am yes. so excited yeah. for that. I'm excited about that. I think that that raises a good point. Amazing. Well. Like, um, by the way, as recording this, Get Out isn't out in the UK yet. I don't think. No, it's not. I don't think so. Isn't it the seventeenth of March. Every single yeah, YouTube so video. Every single YouTube video. I'll watch it. Just advertise. Yeah, so Get Out isn't out in the UK yet, so that's why we're still going to talk about it. Mm. But yeah, I I really want to see Get Out. Yeah, I'm. I just like. It's got like I, 100% I remember. Rotten uh, yeah, yeah. I, I remember seeing the trailer for it for the first time like a month ago, whenever it was, and I was yeah. like, I didn't. I wasn't like because every YouTube video I've seen, it's like that advert before the YouTube video starts, yeah. and so I was kind of like watching out of one eye, like not really kind of paying attention to it because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's just like another horror movie, which I'm really not going to be that interested in. And then I saw it again, and I was like, oh, hang on, actually, that looks quite interesting. Brings up, yeah. obviously, the race topic is the big thing yeah. about it. And I was like, oh, shit, maybe I've missed something here, not looking at this trailer properly. Then saw that it was rated 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, and all the people were going on about how great it was. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, mate, what have I missed? Like, this this is going to be incredible. <laughs> and it was... Uh, What's the name? Jordan, Jordan Peele, who, who Peel. directed it. Yeah, who, he wrote it as well. That, did he? Yeah, that, that shot me. Like, I had no idea. I had no idea. So yeah, I I actually saw the trailer for Get Out when it got dropped on Twitter. Yes. Um, yeah. 
and they were like, oh, Jordan, check out uh, Jordan Peele's new film. And I was like, well, the guy from Key and Peele, the guy that did like, <laughs> the, like, um, A-A-Ron. <laughs> A-A-Ron and like, <laughs> just like some ridiculous sketches on Key yeah. and Peele. Yeah. Um, that I don't want to name because <laughs> censorship. Um, and I was like, oh, is this going to be like a spoof or like something? Yeah. And then I watched mm. the trailer and was like, that was really, really intense. Yeah. Yeah. That is... Is, it, that, it does look amazing. I think it... It really does. raises, like, so many important issues, like, yeah, regarding, yeah. like, you know... It, initially, in the trailer, you see the girlfriend's, like, white yeah. family yeah. accepting him, but in mm, the same yeah. way, like, dropping some kind mm. of micro... Ra- micro racial aggressions in yeah. there, like, like you that can, thing. Like, like, come on. And, like, there's the bit in a trailer where, like, I think it's the dad, and he's like... I'd have voted for Obama for a third term if I could. I was like, yeah, <laughs> you're blatantly not trying yeah. to hide something. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, it, just it really, all black people don't just want to talk it's, about it's, other exactly, black people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and it re- it's really pulled out. Like, it's really, I can't think of the terminology I'm looking for, the phrasing, but I've seen so many articles. One in particular, I can't remember which paper it was in, but the headline was um, Get Out, Making Racism Terrifying. And it's like, are you fucking like, tra- are you joking? Oh, so yeah, def- uh, no way racism, racism isn't terrifying ever on being it. terrifying yeah. ever. Like, what's uh, yeah, it, I remember, I remember that time when racism you, wasn't terrifying. Exactly. <laughs> and so it's re- it's clearly raised some yeah. very important issues. And it's yeah. it's shown us who we should not listen to, i.e. the person who wrote that article. I don't know who you are, if I was I'd name and shame you, mate. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would. The scene of, like, in the trailer with the police officer as well. Yeah. It was, yeah, like, that's like, quite important nowadays with yeah, the Black Lives yeah, Matter yeah. Um, campaign as mm. well. Did Talking about Get Out, uh, did you see uh, Samuel Jackson has done an interview, I can't remember where it was, um, and he said he would have liked to, like, I'm paraphrasing here, I don't know what he said exactly, mm-hmm. but he yeah. said he would have liked to see um, an American black guy play the play the lead character. Oh, yeah, yeah, because this guy is he's actually from, from he's English. UK and yeah. he was in yeah. Skins. Yeah. yeah. He yeah, played yeah, Posh Kenner. Yeah. Posh Kenner. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so he said he would like to like a, to have seen an American guy do it. And yeah. it's like, it just seems like a bit of a pointless debate. Like it's yeah. it's raising all the questions that need to be yeah, raised. Like, like I, it doesn't matter I who's think, doing yeah, it. I don't, yeah, I don't think that it would have mattered if he was from like America or the UK like he was or like anywhere else really. Exactly, like, yeah. It's still raising the same questions, mm. and and he also said that we're cheaper than Americans, and I was like, oh, come on, mate. Wow, that's a bit harsh. Come, come on, on, don't cheapen it. <laughs> and, uh, John, come on. John Boyega was tweeting about it, saying how like the the like black Brits versus African Americans. This is a debate that doesn't need to be raised. Yeah, it doesn't and I was need like, to like, be like, He's hit the nail on the head. Like this. It's just needless. It's raising all the right points. It's doing yeah. all the right things. I think things. people so just, just trying to hit like yeah. groups within other groups yeah. against each other yeah, in a way to real. kind of like mm. heighten the um, internal conflict. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so the trailer that I'm going to talk about this week mm. is way more lighthearted than Get Out, <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's for a film that's actually coming out. Um, I think next week. Uh, I really enjoyed the Power Rangers trailer. Oh, <laughs> I really wondered where you were going with this. I was sitting okay. on the edge of my seat so, waiting for you to tell us. Okay, so <laughs> as a kid, yeah. I was obsessed. Yeah. Obsessed with Power Rangers. Mm. Um, and then they were like, oh, we're going to make a gritty film. And I was like, 
Good that luck with that. That doesn't need to be a thing. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't need to be a thing. And then I saw, like, I think maybe the first trailer. Yeah. I was like, this still doesn't need to be a thing. Yeah. And it's yeah. sort of grown on me a little yeah. bit. Well, the thing, I, I never watched Power Rangers when I was a kid. Sacrilege. Sacrilege. The old episode here I and there. I didn't think I watched it either. Uh, but I remember when I saw the trailer right, for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I saw the trailer for the first time and I sat there for the first half of the trailer. I was like, oh shit, this, this looks yeah. like quite a good film. What is this? And then I realised it was Power Rangers. And I was like, oh mate, well, there you go. But yeah, not, like, I, like, it grabbed my interest before I knew it was Power Rangers. Why would it oh, not yeah, grab actually, my that's interest? that's the same yeah. for me. Yeah. But then after, when I realised it was Power Rangers, I was a bit like, oh, no, I'm joking, I'm I'm not saying that I'm dying to see this film. Um, like, I might watch it. Like, I'll probably if I go get, see it. Yeah, I'll like, go with you, Dylan. Don't oh, worry, that's mate. That's nice. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'd probably go and see it more. Not, not because it's, like, fantastic cinema or... It's like a really high standard of filmmaking. Yeah, yeah. I will probably go and watch Power Rangers too. Just, fun, just to it? have a laugh. Yeah. Like. A bit of nostalgia. Yeah, a bit of nostalgia. A bit of a <laughs> bit of my God, isn't this film awful? Because <laughs> I can't imagine it's gonna be that great. Who I mean is it? uh Brian Cranston's in it. Is he? Yeah. He's playing um Are any of playing the... a, um what's his name? Zordon? Yeah, Zordon. The big oh, the big Rangers. floating head. Are any of the lead are any of the Power Rangers themselves? Like high high profile actors, quite no, yeah, no, they're not. <laughs> Do you see their faces? Ever? Oh, Bill Hader's in it yeah. as well. Oh, 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 god, yeah, I forgot. As Alpha Five, as Alpha Five, um, a a weird little robot. He plays a weird little robot, and I thought this is gonna be, yeah, no, I don't recognize this. Gonna be the most jokes. Like the only people I know in this film are Bill Hader's playing Alpha Five. Yeah, uh, Brian Cranston, who was who was in the original Power Rangers like TV show, he played like. Just random bad guys. Mm. Oh, Elizabeth Banks. Yeah, Elizabeth it? Banks. I know is her. So these are all like those are the only three like people that I know that are in this film. Everyone else is just some random teenage actor, or like well they're probably in their twenties because you yeah. know what? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. There was like, oh yeah, these like sixteen year olds, but they're actually like twenty six. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll just age everyone down by about five years or ten years, whatever. Uh, but yeah, I imagine it's not going to be great, like. I mean, even from the trailer, the CGI looks a bit wonky. It's like it can be pretty rough looking at it sometimes. Um, but I'm gonna watch it just for, just for the laugh. Yeah, I'll go really. watch it. Why not? It's just a bit yeah. of fun, isn't it? Yeah, it's is a bit of fun. Well, if I'm free, then I'll join you guys. Yeah, we'll do. <laughs> we'll do. Group, we'll do a group outing to go yeah. see Power Rangers. We'll, we'll do. A, we'll do a round two with Rhiannon where we review Power Rangers. We talk about Power Rangers for like an hour. <laughs> who knows it could be like the greatest movie we've ever seen it could be amazing exactly let's not judge yeah. a book by its trailer yeah. amazing mm-hmm. Did you that, was, that? that was the quote of the day thank you thank you quote of the day that so I think it's about time we wrap everything up yes mate okay so yeah. um, so Max where can we find you on Twitter uh, you can find me on Twitter at Max C Bingley which nice. is B-I-N-G-L-E-Y is there any underscores and stuff on that? No, just Max C. Bingley. <laughs> just checking. Just straight. And uh, Rhiannon, Bingley. where can we find you? Um, at Rhiannon E. Thomas. Cool. No underscores. And uh, you can also go check out uh, Rhiannon's podcast, the Nasty Women podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, is that is that just on Bandcamp? Uh, no, it's on SoundCloud at the moment. SoundCloud. But we are going to be moving I don't know why I said it. Bandcamp. <laughs> so it's on SoundCloud and where else? I think we're going to probably try and move it on somewhere else soon. So okay. keep your eyes peeled. Cool. And you can find me on Twitter at 
uh, Dylan underscore etches. Dildog, mate. Dildog. Dildog. That I don't know where that, that, that. that nickname's come from. No, I don't either. I, it's, it's, I, actually, I actually do. I like it, though. I know where the name's come from. It's literally my housemate, Danielle, calls me Dildog. And she, she was like the only oh, person yeah, that called me that. And then she just caught on. And I'm yeah, like, she, I think I, I've, I've just stuck. heard you. Where is this coming from? I heard you recalled it. And I was like, yeah, I'll rate that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so uh, ne- Ooh, that may be a bit loud. So next week, or next time, whenever mm-hmm. the next uh, episode goes out, we are... Max and I are going to be talking about Logan. Oh, yes, we are. Yes. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. That. Uh, we're going to be talking about Logan, and we are going to be joined by our mate Will. We are, yeah. yeah. We are going to have recurring guests, maybe at some point. It might just be me and Max. Yeah. Uh, so get used to that. Um, but yeah, <laughs> uh, next time is Logan. And if you guys want, um, want us to watch anything to review, like an old film, a new film, anything... Just leave it in Sweet. our YouTube comments. Yeah. YouTube reviews. Yeah. Yeah, you should. Uh, not YouTube. iTunes. 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 Why am I iTunes getting so... iTunes or Twitter. Why, why am I... Yeah, all messages on Twitter. It's, it's been a long day. It's been a long Dylan. day. It's been a long two <laughs> yeah. days. Um, just, just for clarification, we've uh, rec- like just done an entire TV news show, and uh, and it's now, what, like nearly six o'clock or something? Probably. It's... Ten to six. Yeah. yeah it's Don't forget, we did a whole new show And we did a whole new show yesterday as well. And Dylan was the director. I've directed today. both of them, and I've and he I've was aged stressed. Right. <laughs> I've aged like twenty years. You did a fantastic uh, job. Yeah. Though. So we will catch you all next time. Uh, feel free to write us up on iTunes. Yeah. And follow us on Twitter, or do whatever you want, really. <laughs> Go for it. Go for it. You. you can. It's you a, can. It's a free five, world. Five, yeah. You can five star us. You can even just not listen. <laughs> If so they've got fun. this far, I'm sure they'd listen. <laughs> yeah, if, you, if, if you've made it 50 minutes into this podcast, I'm sure you have listened. Uh, so feel free to rate us five stars. So we'll catch you next time on the Watch Boys podcast. Mm-hmm. So peace out till then. See you later. Thank you, guys. See ya.